Radio Split Ranch. Hello and welcome once again to Radio Split Ranch, a monthly visit with the Capital Region's great radio personalities of the past and sometimes present. I'm Warren Garling when I'm not on the radio. And the uh, great intro music you're listening to is the creation of a very creative guy by the name of Drew Jacobs. If you've never seen Drew on stage performing any of his dozens of original parody numbers from his many albums, you're in luck. He's in concert coming up on November 6th in nearby Millbrook, New York at Charlotte's Restaurant. So be there or be square, as they've stopped saying on the radio. This month, from the Radio Split Ranch, it's the man who, when he meets completely strangers probably hears them say, I've heard you on the radio. Veteran top 40 at oldies jock John Gabriel. Gabe started out, as many of us did, as a child. Uh, but he's the first of our interviewees who, like yours, truly had a pirate radio station as a kid. As I mentioned in my memoir, available through Amazon.com and Audible, titled I'll Have to Ask My Mom, my station was in the basement of our family home. Gabe says his started out in uh, the garage. Now, when I had the idea for this monthly foray into the region's rich broadcasting history, I knew my job would be easy because I wouldn't have to work too hard to get a jock to talk. And talk, Gabe and I have done, with no time limit or holds barred here. But I know you're going to enjoy every minute and tell your grandkids about it someday. Ladies and gentlemen, the John Gabriel Show. You know, of course, Gabe, Yes. that adding your list of where you've worked to the previous two guys more than doubles how many stations we're representing here. You know, it's funny. I think I worked at every station, almost every station in the Albany market with two glaring exceptions. Yeah. One is WGY. There you go. Yeah. Although I've been on GY, okay. the interviewed and stuff like that, right. and WGNA. Well, that's interesting, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so neither station would have me. <laughs> <laughs> now, d did you try for either one of those? Uh, no, I don't no, think no, I, I did. I think so either. No, no. <laughs> I, when, I was, when I was 16, I, yeah. I sent my air check over to uh, PTR. Like, I'm going to start Why big. Not? I'm going to be on you know 50,000 watts, you know? You know that didn't quite happen. It was a thrill because I was when I was on PTR, it was 1972, I was 18. Whoa. So I did Saturday and Sunday nights, six to midnight. you possibly forget that one by the Beatles, 1964 and All My Lovin'. It's 8.37 with Gabriel on a Sunday night. Howdy! Yes, sir, begin a Monday. Be ready to play the WPTR turkey ship game. Here, come down a gobbler and enjoy a free Thanksgiving dinner. Compliments of WPTR Radio. Don't miss the WPTR turkey ship game starting Monday on the famous 1540. And that's tomorrow at WPTR. And say, if you dig rock and you dig soul... You're gonna dig Grand Funk Railroad, number 25, at the famous 1540. And yes, as Walt Fritz did mention in his interview, well, we all have to mention Boom Boom Brannigan. Oh, God, yes. Yes, Boom Boom was there when I worked there. Wow. He was, Gil David had left. He was the midday guy at PTR, went to Long Island, WGBB. And they put Boomer on middays and hired Gary Peters. Remember him? To do Afternoon Drive. Yeah, Gary Peters, I Good don't guy, remember. Good guy, Gary I'm Peters. Um, uh, he's gone now, but I mean, yeah. he's dead. 
Yeah, yeah. But a uh, good guy, and he went on to do some big things. But uh, anyway, uh, that's the era that I worked there. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, now, our um, uh, our paths kind of started similarly. Because yeah. you're one of the, and you're one of the first persons I'm talking to that started this way. But you had your own little pirate radio station as a kid. What, how old were you when oh, you started doing this? Oh, it was so much this? fun. Uh, yeah, 13, 14 maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know, as I probably mentioned to you before, my cousin Rick Kelly, who, you know, my my cousin Eric, yeah, who you went to school with. I did. Went to Graham Junior Graham College. Junior College, yeah. and um, you know, we grew up together. Uh, he had a Remco Caravelle. Every boy wants a Remco toy. (laughs) (laughs) Those were great little transmitter receivers Mm -hmm. made in the early 60s by Remco. They made all those electronic toys. Everything took a 9-volt battery. Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) My parents should have invested (laughs) because I kept wearing mine out by leaving my radio under my pillow on at night. Oh, I know, I know. (laughs) And they were gold to us, 9-volt batteries. Yeah, yeah. But this little Remco Caravel, uh, you know, we, we kind of retooled it, ripped the mic out, and, and you know, used the input for, you know, our little amplifiers. So sure. We little little one-tube amplifiers, which yeah. is what you got in those cheap phonographs. Yeah, yeah. And we put that together. We had a we were in a like a shed type of garage in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> uh, we had a great neighbor. He let us do whatever we wanted to do, and I can't imagine what his power bill was. <laughs> Because everything that, yeah. was a one-tube little amplifier, yeah. which really drew a lot of power sure. in those days. A lot of heat, in those too. days, yep, yep. <laughs> and we uh, we were able to, because we were now sort of outside with this little Remco Caravelle, um, really got a good signal out of that thing. I mean, wow. they were good little units. Yeah. Um, I still have one. It still kind of works. It needs, it's too old, it's... It needs to be repaired, yeah. but what frequency did you? Uh, you uh, Six forty. They okay. were only tunable on the lower end of the dial. Okay, all right. And you got to remember, back then too, we didn't have uh, you know a station on every ten kilohertz That's as we true. do now. As we do now, yeah. Um, there's a six forty now in Springfield, Mass. But back then, there was nothing. Yeah, that was our college frequency. My college <clears throat> and, station. Yeah, was right. Yeah, and RPI had had were on <clears throat> their AM was six forty, and mm-hmm. you know yeah. they were. But that was carrier current, so you know you didn't interfere. And, with and what were the calls of your pirate WJMP, radio? WJMP. And what did that stand stood for? for uh, misprint in a newspaper, and you're going to do another long story. We had a, a lady in the Troy Record who would we would, whenever we did something, we would call her and tell her what we were doing, so we'd get our names in the paper. And she would, and it worked really. And it worked. So you know, we had the little radio station on and. The JM with J was for me. The M was my brother, Mark. And I don't know if it was Eric's idea or what. The P came from the lady at the newspaper. Anyway, it just ended up being that way. <laughs> Whatever she printed, we used. So, <laughs> But that, that was basically it. Um, uh, I, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun doing that. Um, now, now, did you, um, I mean, did you? How, how did you program? I mean, were you on a, a lot or just after school? Whenever we on, could. We yeah, were on yeah. whatever we could be on, mostly in the summer because there was no heat mm. in this garage shed. So we would be off in the winter and okay. we'd, we'd uh, you know, <laughs> put things back together in the summer and, and just, just have a ball. Um, That's too much. Or we had a little car radio we stuck on a bamboo pole. That was our antenna. It worked. <laughs> and it worked. You know, <laughs> so those were fun days, and those were also the days. Um, we're talking probably '68 around your time, yeah, where we would we were in Waterford, New York. We had a very difficult time picking up WSNY out of Schenectady, 
as most people did once you were on yes. Schenectady at that point. Yeah, exactly. But we liked it because, well, everybody knew who Donda Rosa was from PTR. From PTR, sure. You know, you got to remember, we're local radio geeks, you know, oh, yeah. radio geek kids. Oh, yeah. My cousin and I. And, you know, it was my first experience listening to SNY because after every record, 1240 WSNY, and yeah. then when the fife and drum would come on, yep. and then it's... You were somebody else. <laughs> I was Jesse and, James. <laughs> Jesse James. Just because they had a jingle you know, sitting around. I know, yeah, I yeah. know. Um, so, and we would listen to that a lot because there was not a lot of spots on us. And why? Well, that's There was more music than yeah. anything else. Especially when they first went over yeah, from the yeah. beautiful music to the uh, yeah, to, yeah. to that uh, Top 40 format. Yeah. And what a great story that is. What oh, Don yeah. DeRosa did. Yeah. Have you heard how, how he changed from Skitch's sound to Top 40? No, I, I, I'd not heard that. He, I don't think. Um, and I don't know who told me this. This is a, a, probably Gil Roy years and years oh, ago. Gosh. I know. But Gil's from Waterford, so we <laughs> yep, knew him. You knew him, yep. Um, but apparently DeRosa said to the bosses, I'm going to go on the air right now, and I'm going to say the first person to call will win $100. And I bet you no one calls. Whoa. And he did it, and no one no called. No one called. Wow. He won the bet, and he says, I'll tell you how you're going to get some people to listen to the station. Boom, top 40, and the rest is history. top 40 is history. Yeah. yeah. Isn't so, that, I mean, I've never neat. heard that story. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether it's true or not, yeah, I'd like to think well, it is. I had heard Don over at PTR, so when I heard that yep. he had come in, and I had yeah. been an intern and after high school, yeah. uh, after junior high school, actually, Friday afternoon intern over there with your cousin. Yeah. That's actually, actually yeah. where we first met. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so um, uh, when I heard right. that they were going top 40 yeah. and that Don DeRosa was going to be you know, yeah. mornings, yeah. I said, well, I, I've, I've got to keep in yeah. touch with yeah. these guys, and that's yeah. what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that's, a, you know, because of my cousin, that was another reason we, we probably probably uh new enough to listen yeah so, there you go yeah yeah um but uh, again fun days when you were a kid and yeah you know now, i guess i really didn't um get from you what prompted you to get the remco thing in the first place i mean who well, eric had it was eric's his eric idea had it. It, he, you know he, he that was, was his bitten by the bug first uh, yeah well i was bitten by i was as far back as i can remember i wanted to be on the radio wow I mean, when I was a little kid, I was fascinated by radio and records. I'll be darned. Um, I cannot tell you, I was born with the bug. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. Mine didn't happen until I visited a station at the age of 11. Now, yeah, what, heard, when, did you you see, that, yeah. when did you see your very first radio station? Real station? Yeah. Wow. Probably not until... I was somewhere in my teens. I couldn't even tell you what the first station was I saw. Okay. That's a good question. Yeah, I have yeah, to think about yeah, that. Yeah, think about where where it happened. Yeah, um, <laughs> you might have been SNY. No, yeah. no, I don't know. I have a feeling it was probably TRY because it was or Fly because it was in Troy. They were both in Troy, right? And okay. you, we could take the bus there. It took fifteen minutes yeah, to get to yeah. Troy, so we spent a lot of time there. So maybe it was. I don't know. Wow. So who took the chance on you and uh, and put you on the radio the first time? Um, all right. How'd that let's come see. about? We have uh, let's say 1970. I had heard someone had told me, and, I, and again, I don't know who, uh, WRPI was going to stay on the air during the summer. They got a new transmitter. They, mm. they upped their power to 20,000 watts. And right. They figured, oh, we're going to, you know, they built this beautiful new studio. Oh, yeah. They're engineers. They can and, do a nice job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I decided, what the heck, I'll go out and I'll audition, I'll audition for it, hmm. uh, being 15 years old at the time. 
And, you know, they were fine. They sat me in the studio and um, gave me uh, a couple of songs to intro and outro and maybe a weather forecast, something like cool. that. Uh, they, they liked what they heard. It was uh, Gary Liebisch. Mm. Gary Rick Ryder on PTR. Remember him? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's He was uh, one of the guys that had actually helped me uh, get in. And he probably be the guy that gave me the audition. The only thing I did wrong with the audition was I mispronounced Delaney and Bonnie. Oh boy! I'd never heard of him. I said Delaney, Delaney and, and Bonnie. Yeah, I, I but would, I didn't. I, would I didn't understand know. that. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When when, uh, uh, when I was playing country music, Janie Fricky started a recording, and we didn't know you pronounced the e. We called her Janie Frick until we heard somebody on some national show I know, say I it's know. Fricky. Yeah. I so I mean, that it, it ha- yeah, don't you? Don't you? You feel like a real fool, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, so I credit uh, Gary Liebisch, uh with, with helping with starting me. Um. You know, or giving me that push, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, from there, uh, I got uh, got my third class FCC license, so I mm-hmm. could operate a transmitter. Right. Uh, that I did while I was at RPI because all the guys helped me out. And good. Uh, mm-hmm. Interesting. When I was at RPI, Chris Bruner was there. Oh, Chris sure. and I became great friends. Okay. Um, Denny Lindquist uh, was there. Oh also. gosh, I'll be darned. Yeah, I worked uh, with him yeah, uh, yeah. at, at GNA, and, and yeah. you know, a couple of other guys. Anyway. Um, I went to WHRL for a little while working for Bob Hill and, and, you know, gee, what a thrill that was. Uh, God rest his soul. He offered me $2 and 10 cents an hour in 1973. No, I'm sorry, 72. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Kent Jones up in Saratoga offered me $2 and 25 cents an hour. So guess which one I took? (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's the only reason I didn't wind up on HRL. 15 cents an hour difference. But but it was strange at (laughs) WH. Well, it was all strange at HRL, but Chris Martin was PD at the time at HRL. Okay. Sweetheart. Yes. Yeah. I always heard. I never had a chance to meet him and people confused us occasionally because of the Chris Warren, Chris Martin thing. But um, but I n- never heard a bad word about Chris Martin. Oh yeah, he's yeah. a great guy, and we get paid in cash in a little brown envelope, <laughs> which was so, <clears throat> excuse me, so bizarre. But in the meantime, all my buddies at Fly or at uh, RPI were getting together at WFLY, FL, uh, the Troy Record Newspapers owned Fly. They decided they were going to sell the place. John Grassberger, who was a RPI grad and, and a friend of all these people that I knew at RPI, was now PD at Fly and decided he'd emulate WORFM in New York. Okay. Uh, or try to with a you know pseudo Drake type format, jingle mm-hmm. record, jingle record. Right. And now, ladies and gentlemen, John Wheeler. WFLY Stereo. First of all, we're going to start off with a request for Rensselaer. Thank you very much. No more calls, please. The Partridge family, I think I love you. I'm sleeping and right in the middle of a good dream. So these guys were all headed over to Fly to do this type of format. I'm going, wow, that's pretty neat. Mm. You know, I mean, an FM station playing top 40? Which at the time was, you know. Unheard of. Unheard of, really. You know, and they went from classical. Yeah. To top 40. Yeah. <laughs> and boy, I understand there were some nasty uh, calls, but the audience was so small. Yeah. yeah. 
So small. Uh, Fly was probably the biggest thrill I ever had in my career because I was 16 years old. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, I was kind of playing at a decent size market, you know, in in a station with a great signal. Mm -hmm. And uh, just... Oh yeah, you you had arrived. Oh sure, you know, and and I was very lucky. I mean, you know, I had made friends with these guys that I would try to emulate them, which was not necessarily the right thing to do. But I didn't, (laughs) you know, when you're that age, well, you you emulate the guys that that you respect, and you You listen to me as a young kid, and I was putting on a voice. Yeah, and and somebody would be in the studio with me, and I would turn around to start talking to them, and they say, "Why do you do that?" I said, "What? Putting on the voice. You have a very nice voice without sounding like a disc jockey, you know." And that's what you did when you first started, and and it took took me uh, probably a good year after I got on the radio to realize I really could talk like myself. I didn't have to put on. You try to uh, you you try to not only emulate a style, or or besides coming up with your own, but. You know, so you wanted to sound like the radio station, mm. like the other guys did. You exactly. Wanted to, yep. So anyway, that's that was the, <laughs> the frame of mind. But anyway, that was so much fun. Oh, yeah. Troy Record newspapers had sold Fly by sub, the late September 71. Uh, it was all over. Uh, but that was great. Mm. I mean, great I just, start. I just, yeah. the memories I have of that place. I signed on Saturday and Sunday morning, 6 to noon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I lived in Waterford. I would run six blocks to catch the bus. First bus was at 5.15. Oh, boy. So I got, well, it was yeah. not that difficult. At yeah. 5.15, I got into Troy about 5.30. Yeah. Walked two blocks to the Troy Record building. I had a key, went upstairs to the second floor, unlocked everything, turned the power on, uh, went to the, re, the transmitter remote controls and, and, and fired that up. <laughs> What is it first, plate currents or plate voltage? I never remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and how, but, how'd you do on the test? Did you only have to take it once? The no, I took third it twice. class. I, I took did it too. twice. I did and, it too. And I don't know I, what I got wrong because yeah, the guy yeah. didn't tell me. They, they never did. No, yeah, no, you know. Yeah. I, I took my test in Albany at the uh, was it the library on State Street? Uh, not, uh, not so Broadway on Broadway. Yeah, yeah. I believe is where it was. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> Uh, so anyway, that fly led to up on the hill at 106.5, uh, Cops Monahan still owned WTRY, and their newly acquired high-powered FM at 106.5. Up on the mountain is where we were, and that had a, a format which I cannot describe to this day. <laughs> uh, was it jazz? Was it AC? It was a little of this, mm, a little of that. Yep. I couldn't grasp it. Okay. Because it had no rhyme or reason. Now, what were the calls at the time? Was it W... W-T-R-Y-F-M. It, well, okay. All okay. right. Okay. Um, I don't remember if it... It was W-D-K-C, then W-T-R-Y-F-M. Okay, because I remember W-H-S-H. I remember sitting in my father's yeah. um, station wagon with the stereo speakers, okay? And I'm yeah. listening to FM for the very first time, probably, yeah. you know, in the car. Yeah. And the uh, legal ID for WDKC went from speaker to speaker. Yeah, WDKC, you know, from speaker to speaker. Yeah, and I thought, I how remember. cool is that? Yeah, it you was know? very yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it really was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that didn't last too long. Art Simmers was still the general manager of WTRY. 
at that point. So he just said, kid, you don't know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> he was right. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, it was not a big deal because, you know, I was able to get into PTR at that point, which was, you know, huge mm-hmm. for a kid who was just getting ready to graduate from high school. Wow. Yeah. Um, Everybody in high school knew you after that, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I mean, you know, my school is another, I mean, I, I was a uh, terrible, I didn't like school. Hmm. I did. I was not a good student. I didn't really okay. even want to be there. Okay. I just didn't like it. Well, if it weren't for my classmates, um, I would have had no listeners when I first started, <laughs> to be honest with you. They're the ones that were calling me up on the phone saying, oh, cool, you got the gig, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, at PTR, it was like, I mean, you know. You, oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, it was, oh, yeah. was 50,000 watts. Everybody listened. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that was great. I did six to midnight, Saturday and Sunday nights. Gosh. And what happened at that point? What did I? Oh, I know. I, I needed a full-time job. Okay. Because yeah, I graduated, graduated from high school. From high school, yeah. Uh, and I did all I could at PTR. J.W. Wagner, God rest his soul, mm-hmm. nice guy, mm-hmm. uh, gave me all the hours he could. You know, he gave me some, uh, not only on-air work, but I mean, he, he let me, you know, help file carts and stuff and nice. whatever he could. You know, I did some news. Yeah. Whatever he could come up with. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, but I needed full time. So I ended up working at Albany Public Market. Okay. They had opened up a new Northway Mall store. <laughs> and boy, did I hate that job. Oh, God. But it paid really well. Well, that's good. Uh, but I mean, that, that, that's what I wanted to ask you. Did yeah. anybody tell you before you jumped into radio yeah. that you'd always need a second job in order to eat? <laughs> no, I always, I just, no, I was always told it just doesn't pay well. Okay. Well, certainly true. Nobody gave me that warning beforehand. Nobody that, oh, that I talked right? to oh, I, oh, okay. had been in it, and my parents yeah. didn't know any better. So they encouraged me, <laughs> you know, and yeah. then they realized how little I was bringing home. Yeah, my know. parents did not encourage me in radio at all. They oh, were, no. They used to listen to Steve Fitz all the time on well, GY, and sure, Steve, sure. Steve would do nothing but put down radio. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. I love, I love oh, Steve. Great and guy. His son. Oh, man. Yeah. Funny yeah. and hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, uh, great guy. But but he would go on the on GY all the time and say, you know, this is a rotten job. It doesn't pay. Any. If you have kids who want to get into this business, tell them no. Oh boy, and your parents well, took that to heart. Huh? Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> so I mean, it wasn't until you know I moved along to actually past PTR Albany Public Market, then WSNY. Okay. Once I got full time job, they were kind of okay with it, but. Mm. Um, it still was going to take a little while. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I just kind of didn't pay attention to him anyway. <laughs> what the heck? So, Do, we don't know, listen to our parents. Nothing, I was no. a rebel. It's just that I did what I wanted to do. Well, there you go. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was SNY, and, and SNY, Rick W. Perry was the okay the program director. Yeah. And we had brought our friend Fred Sidoti, Bob Roberts, Johnny Williams, yeah. <laughs> over to do mornings uh, before he was off to Buffalo to WISL. Rick was at the WSNY reunion we had about, oh gosh, it's got to be 20 years ago now that mm-hmm. we all got together. And yeah, Rick kind yeah. of put it together and, and brought oh, us all he? in from like from 1968 yeah, to yeah. about 1972. He tried yeah. to find people. Right, and, right. Uh, and so that's the only time I ever met him. He was gone by the time I yeah either gone or hadn't been there yet. He may not have been there yet when I was at SNY. But yeah. And then he yeah. But uh, he was, uh, let's see, what did we, I wasn't there too long. Um, Because at that point, SNY, this is 1973, early that year. 
really struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we really had a direction uh, formatically. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of hurt a little bit. I, I, this is just, I could be totally wrong. It's yeah. just my, my opinion. My The stories I heard after, I, by 73, I had gone to college and was now back in the market. And yeah, um, yeah. eventually SNY would go dark. 1240 would just go dark for a while before yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the, the new owners came in. I heard that they were taking so much in trade rather than oh, cash. Yes. That they couldn't even, you know, pay the staff. I mean, they were they were paying them in albums at, uh, you know, sometimes. Yeah, Fred Sinodi you know? will tell you that that <laughs> at the end, Art Simmers had appeared as their general manager for a while, ah. and he traded everything. Oh, jeez, he traded yeah. everything. Yeah, uh, and yes, you're right. You know, but at that point, I had gone to Wavy. Okay. To work for Bob Badger. Okay, sure. Uh, Wavy at that point was a, a oldies based kind of AC. Okay. Uh, a lot easier for me to get to from my house in Waterford, getting to WSNY on Ooh, Liberty Lafay- Street, Lafayette Street, Lafayette Street in, in Schenectady, yeah. Lafayette Street. Uh, took about forty-five minutes. Yeah, to get to Wayby, it took fifteen, maybe <laughs> tops. Sure. So uh, it was closer to get to, but not only that, but it they really had their act together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, not that I had listened to them when, when I was a kid. I wasn't aware. Which is interesting. I was just talking with your cousin, actually. We were yeah. instant messaging back and forth the other day. And he was talking about how he, uh, until he went to, you know, as a kid, hang out at SNY, mm-hmm. he really couldn't listen to them because they were only 1,000-day, 250-night. Yeah. Now, Wabie's the same, right? 1,000-day, yep. 250-night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I had the right. same problem with them. Yeah. I never yeah. listened, never heard them. Yeah, growing up because they were just weren't in the that's right you know, close yeah, enough yeah, to me. Pretty much the same deal. Yeah, 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 with us. Yep. But uh, anyway, formatically and and from top to bottom, the station really had their act together. Cool. Yes. Um, John Bowman was there. Uh, Bob Badger, like I say, was GM. It was owned by CCA Electronics. They had some great studios, great equipment, a great audio processing. Um, nice. Everything, you know, worked. Mm-hmm. Everything sounded almost major market. Mm-hmm. Um, great jingles. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, they, they did it all right. Now, formatically, it was supposed to be, like I say, an oldies-based, maybe AC, maybe top 40. So it was a little, eh, kind of here and there all over the place. Yeah, you know, yeah. they made me music director. And that, and that job was simply to, to put together a, a current weekly chart. Sure. But it was good because at that point I got to meet all the record guys. Yeah, the record guys never went to SNY. No, um, I, yeah, I, I was only there, you know, part time for. And you, you know, know. And we're talking about record promotion guys. So, yeah, yeah. Know. And there were uh, you know a bunch that came in regularly, um, and I got to know them at Wavy. Cool. Which helped me when I went to TRY. Sure. Um, which would have been maybe ten, eleven months later, or okay. a year later. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, TRY, when Dan Martin had come in in 1974 to be program director TRY, he tightened up, I'll have to give him credit, he tightened up which what was a very sloppy sounding radio station. Okay. Um, you'd hear jock talk, record, jock talk, little silliness. Maybe a record ten minutes. I mean, it was just terrible. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no real direction. <clears throat> no, there really wasn't. Um, and there were some good people there. There really was. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, Dan basically came in and tightened everything up, as we all know. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah. from later on when people made fun of his format by calling it nine. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it was, but but it 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 sure as hell worked. Yeah, 
Um, anyway, Dan came in, made this transition, and you know it was, you know, impressive to mm-hmm. the rest of us who weren't there. And I tried to emulate that a little bit on Waby at the time. Just we kind of just tightened things up a little bit more. Good, because uh, it was what he was doing was uh, the new Drake thing, which was just yeah. record call letters first, and then you rap, and then that kind of thing. Yep. You know, so it was pretty tight and you know music intensive and. Um, he had good, Dan had come to me and wanted to know if I wanted to work TRY and I had just kind of started at Wavy and, and I loved Bob Badger. Everybody did. Yeah. Ne- never met the man, but again, yeah, um, never heard a lot of bad and I things said, You know, when I was making 140 a week back then, that was, eh, <laughs> it was okay. I mean, you could live. Yeah. You yeah. could live fine off there. Yeah. Um, TRY offered me 155, I guess. Yeah. A week. And I said, no, I said, no, you wow. know, I, you know, I owe it to Badger to, to stay with him for a while. Mm. Well, you know, me being stubborn and stupid, you know, and, and I still am, <laughs> you know, I thought about it for, for a few months <laughs> and I said, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, right. why did you do that? So I went to Dan, I said, look, um, you know, yeah, I really want to join your staff. Yeah. He fired a guy to bring me in. Wow. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, the John Gabriel Show. They had already had a music director there, so they made me assistant music director, which may not sound like a big deal. It was a TRY. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because TRY was a major player. They were. Not only locally, but nationally. Yep, yep. And we reported to every trade you can think of. Cool. So... Daily, there would be record promotion people there. There would be wow. phone calls from the trades yeah. or other promotion people. Yeah, I mean, you know, from Gabin to Billboard to Radio and Records, uh, Record World, Cashbox. Really? You name That's it. That's terrific, yeah. And it was a big job. You had yeah. a lot to, so, you know. Now that, I, that probably went back to the days of the what I call their heyday, only yeah. because that's when I was a teenager. But between 1964 and, and 1970, yeah. that, that yeah. station was, you know, again, yeah. nationally known. Yeah. 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 And and had some great talent come through and oh, go yeah. on to bigger markets. Yeah. Which oh, yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. So, and... And once Dan had stepped in and tightened up the format, TRY just skyrocketed. Nice, I mean, nice. Um, the back in those days, if you look at the the Arbitron ratings or ARB as we as we called them, yeah, it was GY was always number one, sure, always yep. ROW, beautiful music, yep, always number two, yep. And then it was a battle, sure. Then you never knew who was coming up. Well, mm-hmm. eventually it would be TRY, PTR, TRY, PTR, and then yep. PTR. TRY would always stay third, and PTR mm-hmm. would drop and drop and drop. Yeah. Because we kept stealing yeah. from them. Because yeah. every time PTR was into a long news break or a, a very long mm-hmm. whatever, spot break, right. we'd you, be you in music. Ca- you counter-programmed. Yep. Ca- uh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. We'd, we'd sure. listen to them, see what they were doing. Yep. We'd get out of their news. We'd get out, get out of our news before they got out of theirs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's the way it was. I loved working there because it was the station I grew up with and all my radio heroes had worked there. Mm. And, you know, I mentioned this to you before. And um, it was still in the Troy, uh, still in Troy in the Proctor, yeah, Proctor's building. building. Yep. Fourth Street. Um, yep. 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 
And so from there, I heard from this guy that worked, there we go with the mic, <laughs> this guy that worked at uh, WOLF in Syracuse, Vic Gazzatano, brother Vic on the air. That's what okay. he, he was driving through Albany and he heard my show and he, he, he wrote me a letter. Wow, I really loved your show. I mean, you, you would fit perfectly here at, at Wolf. And he wow. sent me he sent me a composite of that station. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it and I said, what? Yeah, well, they're You're doing this me. in Syracuse. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Come to find out, Syracuse was light years ahead of Albany when it came to radio. But it's a different town. It's yeah. a, it's a, Syracuse is a college town, very much so. And, yeah. You know that kind of thing. So things were a lot different. It was more of a rock and roll town, sure, than than we were here in Albany. Mm-hmm. But the stations sound like CKLW in Detroit or Chum <laughs> in Toronto. I mean, they're yeah. they're big time, and there are thousands. <laughs> they're you know low wattage on fourteen ninety, crazy, and they're getting these sixty seventy shares. Wow! Wow! Oh my God, you yeah. know. So, so how anyway, you, how could you turn so, that down? So yeah, yeah. So he says, "Come on out and meet Howie Castle, the PD." And yeah. and, uh, and so I said, "Yeah, why not?" Yeah. You know. So I drove out there, and it you know, what's a three hour drive to Syracuse back then? Anyway, um, I, and I'm trying to pick up the station as a come. You know, <laughs> finally I get into Donadaga County, and I could pick it up a little bit and listen to it. And I said, "Wow, wow." Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, and now you know, listening to it off the air, it sounds big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I finally found the station and, and met Howie, and, and he hired me. I think it was it was not for a whole lot of money, uh, 200 bucks a week, something like that. This wow. is 1975. This would have been uh, yeah, not bad. M- late summer. Yeah. Um, and I should back up on that, too, because at TRY, with Herb Scott as the owner, mm-hmm. he made this big speech when he came in well, one day. He would have meetings with the with the jocks and the staff, and he said... No one on the air on this radio station will ever make more than $200 a week mm. while I'm the owner. Interesting. And true story. <laughs> and everybody made 199 bucks a week. Jeez. <laughs> Just so he so could be right. I, I think I took the 200 out of spite. <laughs> but I was also impressed with the, the way the station sounded. Best music, W-O-L-F's Big John with new music from Evelyn Champagne King. Here's shame. And Champagne King, that is shame. Big John at 1054. San Francisco, Syracuse. John Gabriel at 1059, playing more of the best music. WOLF for the best music. Here's Chris Ray. John Gabriel and Fool, if you think it's over, that's Chris Ray. It's 1107. All weekend long, we're giving you a chance to win Shanana concert tickets and albums. And another chance for you to win is just minutes away, right here on Wolf. Aerosmith, they walk this way. It's 1111 in the weekend weather, partly sunny, hot, and humid, with a chance of a shower, a thunderstorm today. High 90, chance of a few showers. Turning cooler tonight, low 65, sunny and less humid tomorrow. High 78, right now is 85 in Syracuse. In every move that I made out of Albany to work in radio, I will say I, I wish I hadn't have done it. Interesting. I am a homebody. Okay. This is my home. Yeah. My now, family is here. You, I'm from here. You, you have been in Waterford most of your life, yeah. correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I also wanted to, you know, I was also a radio geek and I wanted to learn. I know the advantage of moving around to the places I did, um, I met some great people that I'm still friends with today. Nice. Yeah. And learned a lot. Um, So that was a plus. But there were some other reasons on the negative side that I probably, doing what I had done was probably... For the yeah. wrong reasons, and yeah. but that's personal stuff. And who I, cares? Exactly, and we don't need, yeah. need to even talk about that. But I will. Yeah. I yeah. will tell you that that's exactly 
what happened in my early life as well yeah. is that yeah. I, the, I made the moves for the right reason professionally, but mm-hmm. it didn't help my personal life. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so you're right, moving around, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. and and thank God for the woman I've been married to for you know forty <laughs> plus years now, yeah. Um, because she told me from the start when she met me, I was in the business. You know, mm-hmm. she said, yeah. uh, just so you know, I'm I'm <laughs> Albany girl. I'm going to stay here. I have a twin, and mm-hmm. she's never lived very far from right. me. So yeah. so um, you know, I I know radio guys move around, and so uh, luckily well, I loved her more than I loved radio, and uh, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and it worked out. But yeah. you know that that was true. Not so much later on as it was, say, back in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Radio mm-hmm. guys moved around a lot. Yes, true. Um, once we, maybe it's because we got older, that's, that didn't happen so much anymore. Maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know whatever the reason was. But for me, um, once I came back to Albany in 1984, I think it was, I left... Well, I'm, am I jumping ahead? A little bit. So you you were in Syracuse. Oh, Syracuse, yeah. Okay, uh, for then, three years, I went yeah. to WRUN in Utica for a few months while I was trying to get back a full-time job. Okay. Back to TRY. Drink Dr. Good morning, it's 26 after 8, and about time we got to the Tri-State weather for this first day of summer. Mostly sunny today, high 83, partly clear tonight, low 58. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow, scattered showers and thunderstorms possible, high 83. It is 54 degrees at 98. With John Gabriel, it's 65 degrees. This is Dave Andrews. That's uh, the Beatles, and she loves you from TRY. In your morning time with John Gabriel, it's 838, 22 before 9. Good morning. And then in uh, early 1980 to Charleston, West Virginia, WCHS. Yeah. Interesting. That was a CBS affiliate, AMFM TV. Uh, for that part of the country, a big deal. Yeah. Now that's really. It was kind of neat because it was it was like the GY of the South. Okay. All right. But that's or really relocating game. I mean, you. I mean, you know, for it a was guy really. That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you. You like me. I went to yeah. Tupelo, Mississippi. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and the the reasoning behind that was because I wanted to get out of the news I was doing and get yeah. back to jock work. Yeah. That yeah. plus they offered me like fifteen dollars more uh, a week. Yeah. You know, so I figured yeah. that was worth it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And that exactly. was that was the mid seventies. So this is happening to you in the in the eighties. <clears throat> yeah. And, yeah. And again, because of the type of station it was, it was a uh, AC news. Like I say, it was formatted like GY at that point. Okay. Uh, in the eighties. WCHS Radio and Al Wilson from 1968. That is The Snake. It's 9.20, 20 past 9 on the Saturday Morning Oldie Show. This is John Gabriel. Nice to have you along this morning. We'd like to congratulate our 12 Days of Christmas contest winner, our latest winner, I should say. She is Sally Griffith of Crown Hill, West Virginia. And we drew her name yesterday, and she wins eight prizes. Monday is day number nine in the 12 Days of Christmas, and we'll draw another winner's name for nine prizes. And if you haven't registered yet for the 12 Days of Christmas contest, What's the matter for you? Well, here's where you can register. If you haven't done so already, you can do it today at Computer World in Spring Hill, Tropical Tan at the Old Main Plaza in St. Albans, or Mountain State Appliances on D Street in South Charleston. A great learning experience. They hired me as PD. Um, wow. I did okay. I didn't do great. <laughs> um, I got TV experience. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Which was good. Yeah. Um, you know, I did. You know, I did some stuff during. Uh, some some commercials on camera. I yeah. did uh, I did the weather a couple of times during the six o'clock news. I I mean, 
Did, or, did you enjoy the management side of it, or, or you know, you, it's still it was more of the I, performance? I'm not, I'm not a manager. I, I don't. I don't. Okay. I guess. I, yeah, it's hard to answer because I'm a pushover. I mean, it was like you know, <laughs> I was always I was PD of a lot of stations, but I was always on the side of the jocks. Well, yeah, that's where you came from. And and yeah, yeah you know, and and I wasn't going to be one of those guys that was going to be bossy or or jackass or mean or <laughs> right. you know what I mean, you know. Yep. I'm, it's like, you know, I'm one of you guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, let's do this together. Yep. And, you know, I made a lot of friends that way. Mm-hmm. Didn't necessarily pan out in the good ratings. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, again, you know? <laughs> uh, you know, as long as the paycheck was coming in and, and you know, yeah, you, you yeah. Were, and everybody was happy. But know. ratings are always a sense of pride, too, at the uh, end. True, true. You know, yeah. um, uh, especially the bigger the station is, the, the, the more you wanted to do well sure. in that book. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you know, well, when I was in when I was in Charleston, the book took a, a huge drop. Yeah, just a tremendous drop. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> and and of course you get a you know for the uninitiated along yeah. these lines, yeah. um, you can't usually go by just one you know rating period, especially if um, those right. rating periods are only uh, twice a year or four times a year. Well, that was it. I you mean, know. in yeah. Albany they were twice a year. Down there in West Virginia, it was once a year. Spring, wow. spring okay. only. Wow. Um, so you know, that was it. You know, now it's all the time. Now it's continuous. Yes. With Nielsen. But but back then, no. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, Charleston was Charleston, West Virginia. The people down in the south, are, I love them. Nice. They're, they yeah. are all you've heard about. Yeah. yeah. Southern hospitality, nice Good. That kind of thing. Yeah. That was my experience. Were the jocks that you were working with down there all local, or were they coming yeah, from other parts much, of the country? pretty much, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they right. were. All right. They were. Um, the town, eh. <laughs> you know, but um, like I said, the people were great. I went on from there. Um, national radio consultant Mike McVeigh, who had worked at WCHS, came through town. Saw, went to the studio while I wasn't there, saw what I had done, how I had organized things, mm-hmm. liked it, and told me to come down to a station he was consulting in Roanoke, Virginia, WROV, a mom and pop, nice. a true yeah. mom and pop station yeah. that did very well, 1240 uh, AM. <laughs> but I mean, in some areas where you have a smaller geographic area like Roanoke, you were fine. You could cover the market just fine. Mm-hmm. And, and they did. Yeah. Um, a great setup again for, it was like, almost like, uh, WOLF in Syracuse, a great setup for a little station. Good. And a great sound. Right now it's cloudy, 41 degrees at WROV. 1240 WROV, Huey Lewis in the news, and do you believe in love? Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, I even believe in the Tooth Fairy. And just before that was cool in the gang and Joanna from the station you've grown up with. away from six. Here's a good song to listen to while you're playing your Space Invaders video game. Here's Peter Schilling and Major Tom at WROV. So I was there for a little while. In the meantime, I'm really getting homesick. Uh, um, you know, it was like, yeah, I, I looked forward to each time or I would come up with an excuse to go home <laughs> and I would drive. I mean, whoa, I would drive and it was, you know, 12 hours uh, yeah. from West Virginia, yeah. a little shorter from Roanoke, about 10 hours. Yeah. Anyway, so I worked at I worked, I did okay at, at, in in Roanoke. Finally, it was like okay, I'm going home. Bill Cahill was in charge of TRY at that point. Okay. 
uh, our friend Bill. I was best man at his wedding. Ah. And anyway, um, I said, you know, can I come back? Hmm. And he said, yeah, sure. He says, there's somebody here. I don't know if I'm going to, I'm not going to mention his name because it, uh, his son, who is still around, may be listening. And I hope that I didn't give it away. <laughs> he said, yeah, there's a guy here who's been here for a long time. And, you know, you mentioned his name and he's, you know, he really, he's irritating me and he's <laughs> not what I want on the air. It's I know exactly who he was talking yeah, about. Yeah. Um, so I said, okay, um, I'm coming up. Um, I don't know what it was, day after tomorrow. So uh, once I got into town, as soon as I got into town, I went to my parents' house where I was staying. Yeah. And uh, I, the car motor hadn't even cooled off, and I called Bill. I said, okay, I'm here. He says, good, could you start tomorrow? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I let so-and-so go. Whoa. <laughs> Midday shift. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I said, yeah, right, right, thanks, Bill. Uh, anyway, it was great working with Bill. It yeah, was great yeah. working. You know, we, we had a we had a good time. A lot of good people were, th- were yeah. through the TRY at that point. Now, had you left them in the lurch down in, in Roanoke? I mean, was that... No, no, they no, no, they, they brought in somebody else. And yeah, okay. uh, that, right. that's a funny story, too. I mean, in Roanoke, <laughs> people get a kick out of it. Um, on Facebook, there's a, a, a tribute site to that radio station. Okay. And, and they all uh, love hearing from me, which is great. I was there for a year and a half, maybe. Yeah. But I made an impact. I didn't realize it. Nice. Um, yeah. We loved working for you. Yeah, you were great, blah, blah, blah. Well, we, you know, huh. we took, again, it was another failure for me. Yeah. I mean, we just took a nosedive in the ratings. Yeah. I mean, I just. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to TRY. Uh, and I will say the only successes I've had in ratings or, or anything I've done in radio have been in this market. Okay. Yeah. Uh, everywhere else I was, Syracuse, you know, down south. Any, no, yeah, failure, happen. failure. Yeah. <laughs> I tried stuff in um, Roanoke that we had big success with up here. Uh, oldies parties, dances, stuff like that. Uh, okay. Reunions and uh, yeah. uh, various other things. Uh, too numerous to mention. I tried them all down there. And it big happen. bomb. Well, yeah, be done. Big bomb. Yeah. You know, and, and of course you try what you know. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so it was like, well, you know, and they had had an, I guess they, they demoted me. They wanted me on the air, but they didn't want me as PD. They yeah. brought in a friend of mine from Charleston, Mike Chapman. And I said, Mike, I said, you're not going to be able to make one decision on your own because uh, it's a mom and pop place. Yeah, that's what oh, happens. no, yep. bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he lasted about three weeks before he said, oh, you call me up. He said, you're, you're right. right. I'm out of here. You're right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, that was the last I heard of that. But, <laughs> you know, so it was back to TRY for me uh, in 1984 under Bill Cahill. And we had uh, Bob McDougal go through. And, you know, you're, those of you who remember McDougal in the morning, mm-hmm. so many different changes. Uh, you know, now the head starts to spin because <laughs> a lot a lot happened. Yes. Um, I was made PD in 86. Okay. Uh Ed Levine was our ops manager, just in charge of uh, picks, mm-hmm. and promoted ops manager. I think it was some, I, may, I may have the timeline wrong. That's fine. But anyway, he he came to me and he said, "You want an oldie station, right?" Because you know, at that point, TRY was still kind of top forty. It's still floundering because Fly was FM, yeah. and Fly had all the top forty at exactly. that point. Yep. Um, and the the old line AMs across the country were all doing a, a gold based format. Yep. 
So I said, you want to go oldies? I said, yeah. He says, okay, do it. Nice. Um, so at that point, it was like, you know, I was up, you know, for like 72 hours straight, <laughs> you know, making all the changes ready, just boom. Yeah, yeah. You know, here we go. I mean, jingles and all. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And of course, all the guys loved it. You know, they were all sure. behind me on that. So mm-hmm. I had a lot of help. And, and uh, again, you know friends that we have today yeah now uh, when i joined you in in 88 yeah um we were using the 1960s uh, uh, jingle package uh, yeah, I, on yeah, a lot I, of stuff yes yeah because yeah, yeah, some of, of that it. stuff because yeah i just you know when you're in a hurry like that you know with a oh, format sure. you know and and trying to play off the heritage of the radio station sure you're the station yeah, you, grew up with. There. Yeah, you know yeah. now i don't know at what point fred horton came in was he? He was. He hired me uh, okay. part, part time in, okay. in eighty eight. So he was there, you know, uh, f- right. at least for a few months before. Okay. All know, right. All right. I yeah. got there. Yeah. 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 Uh, Fred, who a brilliant programmer. Uh, yes. He really yeah. was. Yeah. There was a point where it got to be too much for me because there was a lot of work to do and a lot of headaches. And back then, you were doing payroll. You were doing all kinds of management yeah. stuff that that took you away from yeah. what you did on the air. Yep. And I said, I don't think I can do this. And Fred was available to come in. I said, wow, that's great. You know, because I had known Fred from before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew Fred when he was a, a promotion guy for Chrysalis Records oh, promoting Jethro Tull. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and I, but I had known him anyway from my wolf days and, and, and that kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah. So we brought in Fred and Fred, you know, made, you know, his Fred changes. Yeah, exactly. Which were good. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. you know, he did a great job with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did fire for a while and Fred went to GNA. That was a strange time. Oh, oh tell me about it. I was caught up in well, that. I mean, I, yeah. I had, uh, well, I, now where were you at the time? Okay. I had left Well, I was out of the business. I just came back oh, to right, TRY okay. part time. Yeah. I called up Lou Roberts, uh, brother right. Lou. And yeah. I said, do you think there's a, a Saturday morning that I, uh, you know, I, I really wanted, I told my wife, I'd like to do this part time. Okay. Yeah. I'd been out of it since 86. Right. And I was let go from GNA. Yeah. So in uh, in '88, uh, early '88, I I called. Uh, I said to my wife, if I can start our weekend at 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning, okay. In other words, can I do you know six yeah. to ten on the radio weekly? Yeah. And she said, yeah, yeah, that's fine. We had a right. young family at the time, you know. Yeah. So um, so I call up Brother Lou, and I said, um, and I had I knew I did not know him. I just he was a voice I had heard so long on yeah. the station right. that I called him up. I said, hey, I'm a big fan, and uh, you know immediately when I told him who it was, he goes, oh, I used to listen to you on GNA sure you know Louis Louis great oh yeah yeah. I said so do you think there's a spot for me there and he said well you know let me talk to you know to to Fred and just see you know what what's up and uh, Fred did not know me and did, had not heard me on the no, air. But so I think he, the rest of us did. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but he didn't. So, yeah. and, and as the boss and the guy that was doing the hiring at the time, yeah. he said, I just need to hear an air check. Yeah. And so I sent him one from, you know, my days on GNA, I'm right. sure. And, uh, and and he hired me. Yeah. You know, pretty much within a, a week or two, I was doing Saturday yeah. mornings. So yeah. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, all I remember is Fred announced he was going to go to WGNA. Yeah, that was weeks after I got there. As program director. Yeah. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, wasn't Walt Adams program director of GNA? Yeah, um, after me. And, yeah. yeah, and so I'm saying, <laughs> well, okay, Fred wormed his way in somehow. Uh, yeah. He, he's, you know, he, he made some kind of deal. Yeah. And he was doing mornings on TRY with uh, Richie Phillips. Yep. And so anyway, Fred announced he was going to GNA. So Carol Riley, our general manager at the time, love yep. Carol. Yeah, yep. Great lady. Uh, God rest her soul. Yeah. Anyway, she said, okay, I want you, you know, you'll be program director now. Fred's leaving. 
Okay. So I've said, okay, fine, you know. Really? Um, and that lasted. And you take over the morning show with Richie. Okay. So I said, okay. So in the meantime, I said, well, all right, I better call Richie and, and you know, we can sit down and say, okay, what are we going to do? Yeah, sure. Well, he never answered his phone. I called for days and days Uh-oh. and he never answered, yeah. never answered. Not a good I'm, sign. I'm thinking he's going to go over yep. to GNA. And I told this to Carol. Carol says, no. He's got a contract. He cannot go. Oh, we'll sue him. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> well, we know what happened. Yes, I mean, exactly, you know, a yeah. judge isn't going to deny someone the, the right to work. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so he ended up, you know, the morning breakfast flakes over to WGNA. They did a tremendous job. And again, I was stuck the, doing mornings by yeah. myself at TRY, not yeah. knowing what mm-hmm. to do or where to go. Yeah. Where to go with this thing. Yeah. Uh, In the meantime, mm-hmm. we get a new program director, and it wasn't it wasn't you. I mean, did you do it for a matter of yeah a few just, yeah. A few weeks? Because I find myself working for the guy that worked for me at GNA. Walt came over and and uh, well, know. Carol and Walt were good friends. Yeah, um, and I, you know, Carol knew that I didn't really want the PD gig. Okay, um, and you know, of course, I knew Walt. Everybody knew Walt. Oh, Everybody sure. knows Walt. Still knows Walt. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and say, yeah, Walt's a good guy. Yeah, okay. And, yeah. you know, he kind of got screwed at GNA, but. Yep. Uh, sure. You know. Didn't, didn't a lot of and, us. And, you know, yeah. and it worked fine. And <laughs> it worked okay for a while. Um, I don't know. Walt didn't really understand the music, but he 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 relied on me to take care of that part Which of is fine. You Which know? is fine. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that was, the, you know, the right thing to do. So we kind of muddled along. Um, he brought in Ed O'Brien, who was fired from Channel 10 at one point to do mornings with him. That was kind of funny. Yep. Ratings weren't great, but I mean, it was, it was just kind of neat. I thought it was oh, kind yeah. of neat. Yeah, because um, Ed, Ed was a cut-up. I mean, oh, God, oh yeah. he oh, was oh, so yeah. good, so yeah, funny. Yeah, he really was. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm, I'm trying to remember what happened after that. It's kind of hazy. Well, I was there uh, part-time, and uh, yeah. I think you were there almost the whole time I was there from 88 to 92. So were you there that whole time? or, or, or uh, that's you, no. you told me that's where it gets hazy. Were you just doing drugs at that time of your life or what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Drinking heavily, yes. <laughs> um, I was let go along with Ed O'Brien and some of the – and Walt had given me a warning about it too. Okay. They had brought in some consultant. All right. The corporate people had brought in some consultant. Yeah. I don't remember. I can't remember. And, and this is back when Uncle Merv owned us, Merv Griffin. Was it? Yeah, yeah. While I was there, I had a Christmas party once. Oh, with, with it would have been. Yes, yeah. it would have been right. Yeah. Um, so they had fired me along with Ed, and and apparently this new consultant said that people like me and Ed. Had been there too long. We were too old. Oh, man. Now, what are we, like 38, 39, <laughs> yeah, you know? Right. Um, so I was out, and they brought in another guy as PD. Very funny, a guy from the station I worked at, ROV in Roanoke. That's when I went to KLI, uh, K-Light, right. part-time. Yep. John Knott, PD then, Rick Mitchell, mornings. Yep. Uh, it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't much of an AC jock. Um, I tried. <laughs> My pattern was just too fast that I couldn't slow it down. Yeah. I had to stop and think and slow it down. Yeah, yeah. But 11 months later, the same guy, uh, Bob Osfeld, who was G- GM at KLI, became GM of WTRY and PIX 106, 
And the guy that had fired, the corporate guy that had fired me, uh, let me go back. When Bob Osfeld became GM at TRY, he hired me back, okay. along with John Knott as PD. We going too long? No, not at all. <laughs> no, no, don't pay attention to the guy behind the microphone. I'm just, uh, I, I, I'm just looking around here to make sure yeah. everything's still working correctly. Um, <laughs> don't want to miss a word of this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so John Knott, I'm just trying to piece it together in my mind. John was PD. I was... I don't do middays or afternoons. I forget now. I was all, I did every shift mm-hmm. on TRY, mm-hmm. even overnights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the guy that had fired me, the corporate guy that had fired me said, you know, I'm really sorry. I didn't know. And that was it. Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah. okay. Probably he, found out you had a following and had some audience. I guess that's know? what he meant. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all I remember. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Okay. And you're right. Merv, Merv did own the station still at that point. Okay. Because it was at another Merv party. Okay. When, I, that's the last one we had, I guess. Okay. Uh, when, that was, did you go to the, the I, other I, Merv party? I went to one Merv party, yes. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. This yeah. is the second one. This is the one where we had uh, Phil Foote's big band and, and uh, nope. I was Merv by just came out on stage and sang. And Oh, wow. No, I missed that. Oh, darn. I think it was at the Holiday and Turf. I don't <laughs> okay, remember. Okay, yeah. The one I, I went remember. to was over at the, the yeah, Desmond I know the, Americana yeah, you went to the, the, the We had a breakfast type thing and uh, yeah, we did I, remotes. I and, forget. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. And this could have been at the Americana too, the second one. But anyway, that's that's where we're all in tuxedos and, you know. Oh, gosh. And Merv is saying, why are you guys all dressed up? <laughs> I should I should mention you know and you talked to Merv a little bit a great guy oh absolutely yeah, I mean he was yeah. more of a jock than he was anything else yeah yeah I, I think he related more to the guys on the air mm-hmm. than the management sure oh yeah absolutely because <laughs> no. he told us stories about uh, when he was on the air at WMID yeah. and Atlantic City and he, he was just a, a very shrewd business person as you yeah. know I mean when oh, he yeah. died he was one of the richest men in, in entertainment you yeah, know yeah. absolutely and he had the right smarts too I mean, absolutely his, yeah. his, today his name is still on Wheel of Fortune in Jeopardy. It, Absolutely, yeah. To this yep. day, and he's been gone for how many years now? Oh, gosh. Oh. I, I dare guess. But, uh, yeah, no, he was, He was. Um, you can talk to uh, folks like um, um, Ryan Seacrest, and he'll tell you he yeah. learned lessons from, from Merv and how you know, yeah, he did yeah. things between radio and television. Yeah. And, uh, and that's he credits him with some of the success he's had. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I, 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 my feeling was, I'm sure you felt the same way. It was kind of cool working for Murph. Oh, yeah. You, you know, I thought it was, was really big do, time. Do you by was, any chance have the, there was a picture where all the jocks were, uh, Merv was sitting in a chair in the lobby of the mm-hmm. hotel and all the jocks were gathered around him. I have and some. I, uh, man, you know, I'd love to see that picture again and I all have, the guys we yeah, were working with have, at the time. I don't know if I have that particular picture. Yeah, like the SNY pictures you were going to send me. That yeah, you I know. Still I, can't I, find. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> where they went, I don't know. Oh, gosh, uh, you know, yeah. it's stuff that, you know, and it's funny, but things like that, you know, I say, okay, I want to keep this in a special oh, place sure. so I don't lose it. Yeah. And what do I do? It, I lose it. You lose it. It's, you know, in that special place you forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I still can't remember all these years later. <laughs> um, a lot of stuff, a lot of those pictures are still uh, at the old, uh, still in the bunker. Really? The old TRY transmitter yeah, yeah. site? Yeah. I can't get in there. Um, I'd like to. Um, I didn't realize they it's, still had stuff, you know, down in there. I, I yeah, thought, there's or, there's still stuff there. Now wow. it's still the uh, the 980 AM transmitter. Right. Uh, the rest of it is just storage. Sure. Uh, there may be a little bit of equipment remaining. Yeah. But uh, the old but, and the studios are still intact because there's no reason to, to do anything else. Tear them apart. Yeah. Yeah. 
the building is not owned by Iahart, which owns 980. The building is owned by a tower company. Oh, really? And Iahart yeah. leases the towers yeah. and the transmitter, or mm. the towers. Okay, yeah. From Makes this sense. tower company that owns the building. Okay. Um, so that's where that is now. So really, uh, you know, you, there are very few people that have access to the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Dave Abdu does, of course, but... Uh, yeah, David keeps saying to me, "I don't know why you want to go in there. There's nothing there." Well, <laughs> okay, all right. So I, you know, and this was years ago, so I haven't he, said anything to him since. He was saying that to you back in the in I the know. in the early two thousands when I when you and I worked together again at TRY. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing in there. There's nothing there. Why do you want to go there? <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, that's uh, you know that's really funny. So uh, TRY, yeah. Um, what happened? We went through another weird ownership change after Merv. There were several of them. Oh yeah. Or yeah. the the companies changed names. I don't understand what. Yeah. Or what went on? Or and then we got into where the FCC rules were relaxed a little bit, and you could now either own more stations mm-hmm. or yep. you could lease them. And yeah. there were a lot of little FMs, and the one I was referring to you yeah. uh, the other day was 96.7. I forgot the owner's name, but it was a lease sales agreement with TRY Picks, whatever the name of that group was at the time, Cap Town or whatever we called it. Yeah, yep. Which meant that the sales team at TRY Picks would sell ads for this station. Okay. So that was the tie-in. Gotcha. Uh, an LSA and an LMA is a lease management agreement. I'm not quite, I'm always hazy with this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Walt no, it, Fritz it, it, knows it. Yeah, yeah. He knows yeah. that stuff. The, the late 90s, early 2000s were just crazy in that Just respect. very crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I and, ended and, up, Fred ended up back with us because that group became GNA. Yeah. Yep, and and, and, and the other picks. The and, other part of the rules were uh, when when they relaxed some of these yeah. rules, you could not uh, the the audit, You can only have a certain amount of the audience. In other words, if you you couldn't get uh, that was it. The GY people That's couldn't right. buy GNA because they were the top two stations. Of audience exactly. You were that was it, it. It was a strange situation. Right. Okay, for a you're while. right. I forgot yeah. about that. And, Absolutely until right. the uh, the yeah. big corporate guys came in and and mm-hmm. uh, you know changed the whole way that radio was. Handled. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, um, crazy. <laughs> but yeah, but it was it was crazy. So I did, you know, I, I Fred was still back with us. Fred was working out of our building again in the bunker, uh, and then he spent some time, I guess, at GNA when GNA and everybody moved to the Latham Circle Mall. Right. And we had those two locations and and all crazy stuff that I I can't, mm-hmm. you know, I'd really have to sit down for days and make a timeline. Anyway, the owner of 96.7, they were looking for someone. And Fred said, well, the TRY was just AM oldies at the point. We were kind of floundering, but Fred said, well, you know, we're not going to do much with TRY. We may change it to a talk station, blah, blah, blah. You'd probably be happier going over to 96.7, which at the time was um, satellite oldies. It was Century 21 satellite oldies. Pretty decent, Mm -hmm. but there were so many of those back then. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're still tied in. With, we're st- still, you know, I can't describe it. Yeah, <laughs> but they were connected There's still somehow. a tie in there. Yeah, yeah You know, yeah. I still got paid. By the same company? By the same company, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And and went through <laughs> the same medical and, and insurance. And, yeah, right. <laughs> and all that stuff. So, 
for, I guess it was for 11 months, I worked out of Clifton Park. I'd go there in the morning and basically do nothing. Hmm. There was nothing for me to do. Hmm. Uh, there's nothing for me to, unless I made something to do. Yeah. So I would play in production and I would do promos and, and, and stuff like that. But there was nothing for me to do. Wow. In the afternoon, we would go, I would go to the bunker and do production for, you know, TRY picks and, you know, the Clifton Park station and its affiliates or whatever. <laughs> that was, those afternoons were always very busy and I liked that better because, I was certainly more familiar with yeah. being in that building. Sure. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, WXXO, Extra Oldies. You know, you can see how long that lasted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but the only thing I did over there was read the paper and, and clean snow off the satellite dish. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, they paid me to man. do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, anyway, <laughs> so, you know, back to TRY. After the, That's all over, back to TRY. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then ever since, and by that old, time yeah. it was uh, FM only, uh, you know, in the early yeah, yeah uh, somewhere early along 2000s. the line it was yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a once clear channel. Yes, they, had they bought it. I think they separated. That it, yeah. that was a separation. Hey, it's Friday. Time to celebrate with 10 great oldies in a row. And coming up, the association, Marvin Gaye. And now it's Elton John. 98.3. Good times, great oldies. WTRY. Good times, great oldies. 98.3. WTRY. The weekend is here. Are you ready to get your kicks? Here's Paul Revere and the Raiders. Good times, great oldies. 98.3 WTRY. That's BTO and TCB. And I kind of like to abbreviate things. It's kind of fun, you know? John Gabriel here, and this is so cool. Our oldies 98.3 Endless Summer Concert coming to SPAC August 29th. And you're going to see Frankie Valley, Jay and the Americans, Leslie Gore, Lou Christie. How would you like to get a couple of lawn seats to go to the show? Well, you can. Just be call number 9 right now at 476-WTRY. Good times. Great oldies. 98.3 WTRY. Hey, who's this? Karen. Karen, you're going to our Endless Summer Concert. Oh, Are you great. you excited, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah, next hour, your chance to win more to go to our Endless Summer Concert on Oldies 98.3. Yeah, I got 10 great oldies in a row going on right now. And coming up, you're going to hear the Beatles and Neil Diamond. And now it's the Jefferson Airplane. 98.3. Good times, great oldies. WTRY. Good times, great oldies. 98.3 WTRY. John Gabriel, 10 great oldies in a row. As it should be, right? Here's Toby Gray. Good times. Great oldies, 98.3 WTRY, where you get all your favorites by the Beatles and some early Fab Four right there. That's Please, Mr. Postman. Hi, it's John Gabriel. Yeah, the oldies, 98.3 Endless Summer Concert. It's coming the end of this month, August 29th. It's back with Frankie Valley, Jay Black, and the Americans, Leslie Gore, and Lou Christie. And you can get yourself a couple of lawn seats to the show right now. Get on the phone. Be call number 9 at 476-WTRY. It's 71 at 98.3. And then then we moved out of the bunker into the new building uh, in Latham, which I understand is is really, really shrinking. Yeah, they've uh, evidently Um, got less than half the space they used to have there because they just don't have. I mean, when when I went to work there, uh, or when we opened it up, yeah. They had planned for expansion, so I mm-hmm. mean, we we had some yeah. you know room to grow, and it yeah. did for a while, and, it did, and it did, then it yeah, 
and then uh, everything becomes so uh, convoluted as far as I'm concerned. Yep. But so yep. many people wearing now so many different hats that you don't need as many people. And in some markets, you don't even have program well, you know, and, that's, and production directors. You know, they're they're just doing work for a number of and, stations you know, around the country. Which is the way things are now. At the same time, and it's what it is. That's yeah. the way things are now. And yeah. it, well, you know. We all have our opinions about where that's going, but <laughs> well, I, I know you wonder if, if radio had been around in the early 1900s, if uh, there would have been some um, uh, people from uh, the blacksmith shop complaining all the time about how they're being put out of work by these these four wheeled yeah. horseless carriages, you know. And that's basically where we are. I yeah, mean, we're, yeah. we're out of work because yeah. the the industry has changed so much. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing like what it was. Yeah, you no, know, it's in true. Its, in yeah. its heyday, if yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's also taken uh, corners have been cut so far yeah. that some bad things have happened that shouldn't have. It's true. It's I mean, true. there are things that will always be necessary yeah. when it comes to either, uh, you know, streaming, broadcast, or whatever platform yeah. you're going to use. Yeah. There are certain things that a local community should have and needs. I agree. And they've gone away. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Uh, they've yeah. pretty much gone away. And, and and a lot of it can be traced back to deregulation, you know, so it's Congress that we need to blame in, in that respect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but this didn't need to, right. did exactly not need to go this way. Yeah. That's where it started. Exactly, yeah. So uh, so we worked together again at uh, yep. TRY for a while, me part-time, yep. and you were doing mornings with uh, Jamie for uh, quite a while. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That was that was a that was a happy time. I think Jamie got tired of me after a while. <laughs> My old ways. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, she is a little younger than you and me. You and know, she, so, yeah. 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 <laughs> It is 618, John and Jamie on this Monday. All right, early risers, grab your telephone. You could win yourself a $50 gift certificate to What's Happening Productions. Yep, right now. Yeah, really cool stuff. Full service audio, video production, and photography studio, as well as a rental center and videotape duplication center. Hang on. Okay, yeah, that's what you can win. So, 476-WTRY, 476-9879. Early risers, caller number five picks up that gift certificate. Good luck. Somebody help them! Somebody help them! <laughs> 98.3 WTRY, super hits of the 60s and 70s. Wilson Pickett, Land of a Thousand Dances. Carol King right before that. John and Jamie, a lot of great music and good, clean fun here on the Good Time Morning Show at 621. 13 degrees, be breezy, breezy, excuse me, with a mix of clouds and sun. High today at 29. And the early risers have been up on a Monday morning earlier than I anticipated, Jamie. That is very, very true. We try to sneak it in early. It doesn't matter. In fact, we had somebody who's jumping at the bit yeah. on the phone here. Relax, relax. Hi, WTRY. Hi. Hi, who's this? Sylvia Bertrand. Sylvia, what, what gets you up so early in the morning? I have to go to work. That's the only reason, huh? It's not because you want to get a raise or anything at work. You just want to be on time. Nah, that doesn't happen. (laughs) We hear you. All right, all right. Let's stop whining about the bad stuff and talk about the good stuff. You just won a $50 gift certificate to What's Happened in Production. Oh, great. Nice going, Sylvia. Congratulations. Thank you very much. See, it was just that simple. You'll have a chance to win another one of those gift certificates to What's Happened in Production coming up tomorrow morning, and it's going to be a part of our discount deals Friday. But more on that later in the week, right? Absolutely. Be listening to win. Yeah, but we had good we, times over there. Yeah, but uh, we did, you know, and um, and she, you know, she survived, although I know she's got her plate full, as does anyone who's left over there. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same thing over at Town Square oh, sure. and Albany Broadcast. They're Absolutely. all, you know, 
yeah. uh, just a few people doing a lot of work. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only difference with Albany Broadcasting being locally owned, where the others are nationally owned. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And, and you wound up over there part-time, but you, you left radio for a little while and wound up working. Well, I, I, what happened was when I, they fired me from TRY, from the morning show, the John and Jamie show, Right. they paid me through, was it eight months? Maybe longer, eight or nine months. Good. It was based on how long I had been there. Sure. Which was a long time. Yep. So I they would pay me my full salary and benefits yep. until whatever eight months out. Mm-hmm. But I was not allowed to work anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So in the meantime, I immediately got a call from uh, Jay Scott over at Magic. And, <laughs> sure. Hey, come on over here. I, I got one of those calls. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I told him why I couldn't. But what I did was I was over there all the time. Okay. Where, where am I going to go? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, right. And you, you didn't have to work. You were just looking for no, work. It was a ve- right. It yeah. was a very lucrative time because back then... I could collect that severance pay mm-hmm. and unemployment. Yes, exactly. Yep. And yep. that was a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't going to give that up. Sure. So I, I went right to the end Okay. with all of that. And then the next day, I was on the air at Magic. There you go. Yeah. Um, so I did all the work I could over there. Uh, and, and it was almost full time. I mean, I was doing stuff for B95. I was doing traffic. I was doing, you know, every shift I could on Magic. I did mm-hmm. some stuff for Fly. Uh, almost full time. Nice. And Joe Condon said, you know, uh, I talked to, you know, a friend of mine's news director over at uh, YNN, it was at the time. They're looking for a guy that can do traffic. They're very frustrated. Everybody they have over there that does traffic wants to be on camera, and they don't pay attention to doing traffic. (laughs) So he said, sounds pretty good to me. I'm not interested in being on camera. Yeah, I'm a a radio guy. Although you did, when I worked at MHT, though, you and Jamie did come over and do some great stuff on camera with us. Yes, yes. We we had a lot of of fun doing membership campaigns and the auctions and stuff like that. No, I I enjoyed having you over there. I love that stuff. But yeah, but as a full-time job. No. uh, So I came over, went through a very quick interview. Um, I did not know these people. They knew me. Nice. Uh, I don't know if it was through Joe Conan or because of the fact that I'd be around. Now, they weren't. These guys are in their 30s, if that. So, yeah. So they, they didn't listen to you growing up, probably, on, no. on, the, on the radio. Excuse me. No, no, probably not. Yeah, um, but they but they knew you. They knew your reputation. You, they yeah. Had a good yeah, one yeah. And I, I thank Joe Condon for yeah. that. I'm sure he oh, yeah. he must have said something because he told me, go over there and, yeah. and talk to these guys. Yeah. When they told me what the benefits were, it blew me away. <laughs> Not to mention the free cable that you got for it, how many it, years? Well, yeah, that was a big part of it. But yeah, yeah, for the yeah. duration, yeah, the yeah. free cable. It was Time Warner at the time. It when was you Time first Warner at the time. Yeah, yeah. They had a pension plan that would knock your socks off. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very lucky. I worked under Time Warner until they gave it up. Mm-hmm. For about four years. Okay. So I have four years of time order pension. There you go. Nice. So I, I have something. Yeah, exactly. I still have something. Good. So when I die, yeah, plenty to pay for my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> With some left over. <laughs> oh, um, but anyway, the benefits uh, were just incredible. Yeah. The, yeah. the medical and, and like I say, the pension, it, vacation time, uh, Un- nice. Sick time. Unbelievable. Nice. I so, Stuff you never see in radio. Yeah, yeah. Stuff you see in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yep, yep. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, certainly I jumped on it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 
There wasn't much to work with. I had this little room, which was the old green room at YNN. <laughs> and in the corner, they had this little setup. They showed me how it worked. Uh, I learned how to embellish it sure. a little more. Sure. And things were going well. Uh, the, the, the hardest thing about that job was it was a split shift. Yes. I had to be there by, you know, 4, 4.30 in the yeah. morning, leave yeah. at 9, come back for 3, leave at 7. <laughs> that was hard. Anybody that's listened to our first two interviews know that we have this lunch <laughs> regularly. It's yeah. about every other month. Of uh, I call them the old dead radio TV guys, you <laughs> yes. know, but it's basically a lot of us that are either retired yes. or working just yes. part-time in yeah. radio. Uh, some full-timers. But in any event, right. I would keep inviting you, and you would keep saying, no, that's my nap time, <laughs> you yeah. know, because you had to do this split shift. Oh, it was yeah. Just, yeah, it was yeah. a killer. Yeah. Um, you know, even though I had Saturday and Sunday off, I mean, you're, you're playing catch-up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was hard, but, I mean, the, the job was so good. Yeah, yeah. The people were so good. Nice. I mean, I mean yeah. nice to work with. Yep. You know what I mean? It wasn't the radio, like, you know, you stab them in the back or we got a sales problems <laughs> and, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Not like that at all. Yeah. Um, everybody was really nice, and... Um, I fell into it pretty, pretty easily. And, and I consider myself very lucky, you know, as time went on when they, you know, when Time Warner gave it up and things changed and it was so funny, um, people, we had this big meeting in the newsroom. One of the corporate guys came, the corporate news director, I guess he was, I don't, I forget the title. He said, well, we're, we're looking at an image problem with Time Warner Cable. Mm. People hate Time Warner Cable, yeah. which we all knew. Yeah. But, you know, people are going to hate whatever cable outfit they got in. Anyway. That's true. Yeah. But he says, so, but people love YNN. Mm-hmm. So we're going to change our name to Time Warner Cable News. Okay. To try to soften that a bit. So, okay, I guess it makes sense. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah, and doesn't really fit on a mic flag too well. Yeah, yeah. but they did it. You know, mm-hmm. they did. It. So, so that's how that came about. Okay. So, so there you have a transition from uh, what was Capital News Nine to YNN, Your News Now, to Time Warner Cable News, to Spectrum, Spectrum News, News, and now Spectrum News One. Yeah, I heard that. So yeah. they can. So you know. As time went on over there, things got almost like radio. Yeah, yeah. Um, where you had a corporate hub that audio and video would come from and be controlled mm-hmm. from. Albany was yeah. was a hub for some things and not for others. Yeah. They wanted to go more feature stories rather than hard news. Sure. And COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And that was the nail in my coffin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was sent home. Well, there's no traffic to talk about because nobody was going to work. Well, you know, I did anyway. I was able to continue uh, yeah. because part of my contract with with uh, Spectrum or Time Warner or whatever was to do traffic for Paul Vandenberg over at his station. Okay. Talk 1300, which I continued to do. Okay. Um, in the meantime, they told me, Spectrum told me, just go home. And, and I said, okay, here's what I can do from home. I can do Vandenberg. I can do... Yeah. Uh, social media. Sure. They said, great. So I continued to do that. Uh, March 2020 through October 2020, where I had a contract renewal, they renewed it. Hmm. And I was happy as hell. Sure, yeah. Uh, but it was only for a year, and I found out why later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a few weeks later, I, I got the uh, 
the call from HR that we're uh, eliminating your your job. Yeah. But yeah. you could apply for anything else. Yeah. Well, I wasn't qualified for anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not a reporter. I'm not, I'm, you know, yeah. I, I'm not an anchor. I mean, I don't have any experience in that. And yeah. I don't think yeah. I'd be very good at it. When, and I wouldn't like it. When they first put that cable news station on, yeah. okay, when Time Warner first started doing it, yeah. I actually uh, considered for a while applying for a news job again. That, that my training or my college education was in broadcast journalism. <clears throat> right, right. So I thought, maybe I'll go back to this. And, and, yeah. and then I found out that when you were out in the field, it was usually just you with a camera on a tripod. Yes. And there was nobody else you were working with. You did the video, the audio, and and, and the writing, obviously. Yeah, yeah some of did, the, of did, course, there was editing back in there. The, there were know. photogs. They yeah. they had they had a good oh, staff did, of photogs yeah. when I was there. Okay. All right. um, but yes, you're right. That did happen yeah. from time to time. Yeah. Now that's all that that's the way it is. Yeah. Everybody, everything you see is cell phone. Yeah. Uh, everything oh, yeah. you see out in the field is cell phone. It's crazy. Um, the yeah. reporter goes out, sets up the cell phone on a tripod, does a story, comes back, edits it down. Yeah. A lot of them edit it at home yeah. and send it in. Yeah. A lot of them edit it right there on the fly and send it in. <laughs> um, and but I, anyway, it, it's it's just a shame. You know, at yeah. the end, they had built this new studio mm. for the morning show, for yeah. a, a good, your, your Morning Albany. Mm-hmm. And it started off great. They brought in Dan Bazil, along with Julie Chapman. Dan's sweetheart of a guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and Julie, who I just love. Um, and, well, I love them all over there. I mean, I really <laughs> I really do. I, re- yeah. I really do. Um, but they built this beautiful studio, and they were toying with the idea of putting, having me do traffic on camera. And they had, the studio was set up where... There was the, my traffic graphics, and I could stand next to it. And, you know, they're the old point yeah, and this and yeah. that and all that neat so we did a lot of rehearsals but i wasn't involved in a lot of them and i really needed the rehearsals <laughs> i mean no i really did because you know it was you know i could do it yeah. and it got better and better but i just didn't get the chance and they didn't yeah. they said well we want you to do an open collar you know i'd always come in with a suit and try sure. to look like the other anchors sure and but they didn't want that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, then I started looking really sloppy. It just didn't didn't yeah. come together. And then they just said, well, you know, we're not going to go that route anyway. Because <laughs> technically, it, they, they would have had to move my studio and put the controls somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It just technically just didn't work. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, you know, a bad idea from the start. Yeah. So it wasn't totally my fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if I was, even if I looked like, you know. Steve Caparizzo, it wouldn't have made much of a difference over there. Uh, so I continued to do what I had done, had done off camera, and then, like I say, COVID hit, and the rest is uh... the rest is uh, you know after uh, yeah, once they uh, decided to let me go, as of twelve thirty one twenty twenty, I was done. There you go. And they did pay me for a while, which was very nice, yeah. and uh, that was about it. So now, um, and, and you had been up till COVID also doing uh, weekends on uh, on uh, uh, magic. On magic that almost happened the exact same day. Uh-huh. John Gabriel, magic five ninety and one hundred point five. See you later, alligator. Uh.
Goodbye. It's Bill Haley and his comments. And see you later, alligator. Bill Haley, born on this day in 1925, and he died in 1981, but sold about 60 million records. I think he did okay during his career. Magic 590 and 100.5, and in stereo at 96.9 and 1410. Up the Northway in the North Country. Hey there, I'm John Gabriel. Got some Sinatra coming up in just a moment. Yeah, uh, you know, this COVID thing is hit, and we shut down over at, over at uh, Spectrum, and... Uh, you know, and then I hear like the next day or two, Jay had gotten fired for some unknown reason. Yeah. And then I had gotten a call from Allie Reed, who's in charge of a couple of the stations over there. Yeah, we're closing down because of COVID. COVID, you know, we'll let you know when you can come back. Yeah. And, yeah. and of course, at that point, it's like, yeah, well, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I talked with Allie as well. She, because uh, yeah. uh, when, when I was uh, um, let go from uh, iHeart. Uh, I, yeah. I wanted to continue. Yeah. I still thought I had something to offer for, you know, part-time on the weekends. And you almost, and so you Jay almost made it. Almost made it. <laughs> yeah, well, you were at that meeting. Sure. I, I sat was there yeah, with Jay like, and, yeah. and you and, yeah, uh, we're happy you know, to see met you some and, of the staff. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. And yeah. they said, yeah, we'll get you over here. We'll yeah. figure out a spot. Yeah. And then COVID hit and uh, Jay was gone. Uh, but if Allie Jay had stayed and COVID hadn't hit, you would have been Yeah, I here. probably would have been, yeah. Oh, yeah, you would have. And Allie was very nice. She called me a few months later and she said, you know, you're in our files. It's just that we don't have any part-timers at the moment yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah yeah she said uh and i and i talked to john cooper over at uh i talked to him i texted with him over at iheart too he said and they're they're doing the exact same thing she says we're just not open yeah um and yeah everybody's overworked and 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 it's awful it's really Mm -hmm. tough Mm -hmm. uh i talked to to uh ben Patton over at over at magic uh and he told me the same thing he says we're burned out he says, there's, to there's too few people doing a lot of work, Have and yeah. I wish you yeah. could come back, and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, you know. Yeah. Uh, so every few months, I, I, I text Allie, and I say, you know, <laughs> I'm here. You know, <laughs> you don't have to pay me, you know. Yeah. A hundred dollars yeah. an hour. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, minimum wage has gone up to what is it, thirteen twenty? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Th- <laughs> which is what you get yeah. over there. You know, I don't care. Yeah. Um, you know, I just. Uh, yeah. I just well, when I was doing it part time, money obviously wasn't a factor. No, we don't you know, do no, no, at when, this point. We don't doing do it for part, the money. You know, it's it just <laughs> nice to have the pocket change, so I go out to lunch with somebody yeah, now yeah, and again. Yeah. That was really it, or go yeah, to the casino. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I had no intention of retiring. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, and it neither seems, did I. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, yeah, it happens. I know, I know. And it's like, well, you know, because yeah. you're not ready for it. Yeah, yeah. You're, at least exactly, I wasn't. Yeah. You know, I mean, but, but you know what, uh, Gabe? I sat here in this very room uh, and talking on the phone with folks during COVID. I, I started yeah. making phone calls because all of a sudden I'm missing all these people that I used yeah. to see yeah. on a regular basis. Right. So I made it a point to almost every day be talking to somebody. Yeah. Uh, during COVID, see how they were doing and coping and such. And after yeah. after a while, I started telling them, you know, I I thought I was going to miss this more than than I. Do. And I guess it's because it had changed so much. Yes. I mean, uh, you know, I would go in for two hours a week mm-hmm. for the six-hour shift plus commercials that I would do. Right. And um, and I would see maybe one, two yeah. people, and, and that yeah. was it. So it wasn't the yeah. what even part-time work had had been over the years, yeah. Yeah. where you see the guy on before you and I the know. person yeah. on after you. <laughs> yeah. it, it, there was none of that it's anymore. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I realized that I don't miss it as much as I thought. Yeah. And yeah. that's one of the reasons I started this up, just for, to mm-hmm. fill some time and have, have a hobby. No, it's great. 
Yeah. So, hey, yeah. thank you so much for everything that uh, you you shared with us today. And well, we had a lot of fun here. I, I, you know, if anybody listens to this to the end, I'd be amazed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's why that's why I put the um, uh, my old air checks at the very end. I figure if they've fallen asleep by now, it's not a big deal. Uh, you know, they're not missing well, did anything. You know, I sent you, I sent you so. an audio jingle. Oh yes, uh, with my real name. Yes, yes. Oh, well, that's that's already. Which you didn't even know, and I was surprised. I, I did not realize that you used your real name on the air at one point. Just yeah. that one point, just that one station. Yeah, that was yep. it. And then no, uh, I have probably by now, if you're listening to this, and after I've edited, it's probably been put in here along the way somewhere. Yeah. And you yeah. sent me some jingles from uh, uh, where? You sent me uh, 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 T R Y T R Y jingles, I think. Yeah, and, and yeah. some stuff. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna try to intersperse most yeah, of what yeah. you sent me. Uh, you know, digitally, it's amazing what we can do these days. So uh, hopefully uh, yeah. that's been interspersed throughout. And uh, the, the the fun part, of course, here is is just talking one-on-one oh, with yeah, someone. Yeah. But I always love the behind-the-scenes stuff, too. Yeah. So the whole yeah. editing yeah, yeah. process that I go through to put this together, right. I, I spend days doing it and, and enjoy it oh, you know, quite a lot, you know. Great. And uh, and that's, that's, that's hopefully great. the reason yeah. why a few folks have have tuned in and are listening. So, uh, yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, I do hope to get back on the air in some, uh, uh, and we hope I do, that you, you know, it. I, you know, a little unlike you, I still do miss it. I still criticize what I hear on my radio station. <laughs> well, because I, I do that. You know, okay, well, there you go. It's like, you know, man, you know, it's getting out of hand over there. Yeah, it's exactly, like, <laughs> exactly. And, and, he, and he missed this correlation, this thing like, you could have done, you know. And, yeah, 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 yeah. and who is this guy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what's he yeah. doing? And and who told him his voice was good for radio? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. And who told him to open up the mic at this point? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No. Anyway, there you go. It's fun. Hey, John. I, I, you oh, know, it's been a we, pleasure, Warren. I, I'm so happy you, you asked me to uh, to do this. Well, and, not uh, my pleasure to be honest with you, and and to fill in some of the blanks I had along the way of you know what you'd been doing with your life, and uh, God, we're I just thrilled. Blanks, but yeah, 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 and we're just thrilled that uh, we've had a chance to enjoy your uh, your entertaining us all these years, and I hope you're you're back on soon. Well, thank you very much. Take care, my friend. You do the same. All right. Radio Split Ranch. A man who's as easy to talk to as he is to listen to, John Gabriel, who has single-handedly more than doubled our monthly running count of radio stations conquered by our guests on uh, Split Ran- uh, Radio Split Ranch. Our first two guests got us to 12, and adding Gabe's 15 stops along his 50-year career, so far my very smart 11-year-old 6th grade granddaughter, Fia Marie, tells me we're now at 27. Now, remember, Gabe worked at WTRY AM or FM five times, so we've only counted those calls once. And that's it for another edition from the Radio Split Ranch, except for those listeners who might stick around for our now traditional end-of-podcast Chris Warren air check from the Annals of Radio History. This time around, we're uh, getting into the Wayback Time Warp machine to travel back to September of 1993, where I was having fun at 99.5 on the FM dial in Schenectady, New York. In the early 90s, WGY-FM, as it was known then, went on to an, uh, into an oldies format to compete with the great 98 WTRY, who had the oldies market all of themselves up to that point. So when I was unceremoniously let go from WTRY after four years on Saturday mornings there, I went to the competition. Enjoy as much as you can stand, and we'll catch you again next month from the Radio Split Ranch. Until then, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. 
It's 6 o'clock at Oldies, 99.5 FM, all Oldies all the time. I'm Chris Warren, and coming up, I've got the Rascals, Jay and the Americans, and Gladys Knight and the Pips. Right now, it's the Grassroots on Oldies, 99.5 FM. Oldies, 99.5 FM, all Oldies all the time. Hello, it's me. And that happens to be the name of the next song. Isn't that amazing? Here's Todd Rundgren from 1973. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies Your all the time. Fun time favorite is Oldies 99.5 FM. All the world. Look out, because it's coming right on through. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. How are you on this Saturday morning? It's, uh, it's Chris Warren, and I must apologize. From the start here, it's my fault. Yeah. I planned a party starting at 10 o'clock this morning, yeah. and it's raining outside. It's my fault. I'm sorry. Oldies, 99.5 FM, all oldies, all the time. Saturday morning, it's Chris Warren. Here's the oldies, 99.5 FM, advanced radar weather showers this morning. Sunny intervals by this afternoon, high 78, partly cloudy overnight with some patchy fog, low 55. Then Sunday, sunshine mixed with clouds and a high of 78. The Labor Day holiday fair with a high near 70. Right now, raining in 65 at oldies, 99.5 FM. Beach Boys are standing by. Four tops just before them. Lou Christie is next at oldies, 99.5 FM. Hello. During regular business hours. Oldies 99.5 is your official weekend radio station. Have some fun this long holiday weekend with Oldies 99.5 FM. Oldies 99.5 FM, all Oldies all the time. I think the computer knows something here. I mean, you know, that, they, the computer picks out the music, tells us what order to play them in. I mean, when lightning strike is, strikes is followed by Who'll Stop the Rain, and it's raining outside, I don't know. I mean, these computers are starting to bother me and worry me a little bit, actually. Here come the four tops from 65. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. There's Santana back in 19, uh, what year was that, 71? Yeah, I remember that. Sure I do. And, of course, Black Magic Woman. How are you? Saturday morning, 636 with Chris and a lot of good stuff lined up for the Labor Day weekend. Hope you'll stick around. We're going to get rid of this rain, get some sun by this afternoon. That should stick around for hopefully most of the remainder of the holiday weekend. Please drive carefully if you're off early this morning, heading north, wherever it might be. Take us along with you. Keep a happy thought. But uh, keep your eye on the road and uh, watch out for the guy, too, all right? Want you back here safe and sound Tuesday morning at your desk. Marvin Gaye's coming up in a few moments. Classics 4 as well. And Question Mark and the Mysterians are next from 66 on Oldies 99.5 FM. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. Come on, get your doo-doo, Ron Ron, out. And sing along with the Crystals from 63. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. Here comes Marvin Gaye with Kim Weston from 67. It takes two, you know. Oh, yeah. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. Looks like we're getting a wet start to the Labor Day weekend, but sunshine coming this afternoon. Hang in there. High around 78 right now. Raining in 65. Oldies 99.5 reminds you the Hunger Action Network urges backyard gardeners to donate any extra produce to local food pantries and soup kitchens. What a great idea. Many food pantries are now having a hard time keeping up with the demand for emergency food. I've got some more information for you. You can call us right here at 346-9999. In touch with the Capital District, Worldy. 99.5 FM. You're missing it. Call 381-4810 for more information. Oldies 99.5 congratulates Mark Briggs of Rock City Falls, who got spotted with an Oldies 99.5 bumper sticker on his vehicle and won with Oldies 99.5 FM. 
It's a little after 7 o'clock at Oldies 99.5. All Oldies all the time. I'm Chris Warren. And coming up, I've got Donovan, Chubby Checker, and the Bee Gees. Right now, it's The Temptations on Oldies 99.5 FM. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. BGs from 1971. How are you? It's a Saturday morning. It's a Labor Day weekend. Yeah, it might be the end of summer, but it's the beginning of an all nice, long Labor Day weekend. So enjoy yourselves. Listen to Gary Lewis and the Playboys next. Oldies 99.5 FM, advanced radar. Weather calls for showers this morning. Sunny intervals by this afternoon, high 78. Partly cloudy tonight with patchy fog, low 55. And for Sunday, mixed sun and clouds, high 78 again. Look for a Labor Day that's going to be fair for the high near 70. Right now, rating in 65 at Oldies 99.5. Coming up the four tops, Loggins and Messina. Remember them from 73? And Percy Sledge with his big hit from 66 is next at Oldies 99.5 FM. Coming to CBS. Stick it and win with Oldies 99.5 FM. Meet Oldies 99.5 personality Marty Brandon at Price Chopper 175 Boston Avenue in Saratoga Springs. Today from 1, make that 11 till 1. He'll be giving away Saratoga Spring Water Prizes and Oldies 99.5 bumper stickers. Stop by and win with Oldies 99.5 FM. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. If you have wanted to answer that age-old question, what a Scotsman wears underneath his kilt, maybe you can find out at the Scottish Games this weekend. They start today at 9 out at the uh, Altamont Fairgrounds. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. There's Glenn Fry and the Eagles from back in 1972. And take it easy. We're going to try to do that all weekend long. Hope you'll stay right here and do it with us. Checking out this day in history. It is September 4th. You knew that, right? 118 days left in the year. And on this date in 1781, Los Angeles was founded by Spanish settlers. You know what its original name was? Get this. El Pueblo de Nuestra Señora La Reina de Los Angeles. De Porsun Cola. I believe that's how you say that. If my five years of Spanish 101 serves me correctly, that means smelly, smoggy city near the water, I think. I don't know. 1988, I'm sorry, 1888 on this date, George Eastman received a patent for his roll film camera and registered his trademark Kodak, which in Spanish means Kodak, I think. Absolutely nothing. Coming up, got music from Neil Diamond, Alive and Kicking. Remember them from 70? And The Beatles, I think you may remember them as well. We got one from 64. Coming up next at Oldies 99.5 FM. Here come the Vogues from Turtle Creek, Pennsylvania. And Oldies 99.5 FM, all Oldies, all the time. You would cry too if it happened to you. Oldies 99.5 FM, all Oldies, all the time. It's a Saturday morning as we start the long Labor Day weekend. Stick around for Alive and Kicking from 1970. Tighter and tighter. Oldies 99.5 FM, all Oldies, all the time. We have a showery start to our Labor Day weekend. We should see some sun by this afternoon and get up to about 78 right now. Rain and 64. Oldies 99.5 reminds you, Saturday, September 11th, that's a week from today, you'll have a chance to sponsor a rubber duck-billed platypus and a race down the Hudson. All the money raised in the Ovid fundraise for kids will benefit the Kiwanis Pediatric Trauma Program at Albany Med. 50,000 Ovids are expected to race. For more information, you can call us right here, 346-9999. In touch with the Capital District, World East 99.5 FM. And get Getty regular unleaded gas for just 99.9 cents per gallon. Set Oldies 99.5 on all your radios for fun and great back-to-back -back Oldies. It's Oldies 99.5 FM. 
It's 8 o'clock at Oldies 99.5, all Oldies all the time. I'm Chris Warren, and coming up, I've got Elton John, James Taylor, and the Four Seasons. Right now, it's the Turtles on Oldies 99.5 FM. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. A long Labor Day weekend just getting underway. And, of course, you know you've got a friend right here at Oldies 99.5 FM. When you're down. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. How are you on this Saturday morning? Yeah, bright and early. Well, maybe not so bright, but early anyway. 8.13 with Chris. I was listening to some Elton John last night, an old album. Here's one from 72. It's called Honky Cat. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. Here's the oldies 99.5 FM advanced radar. Weather showers this morning, sunny intervals by this afternoon, high 78. A partly cloudy night tonight with patchy fog and a low of 55. Tomorrow, sunshine mixed with clouds, high 78. And Labor Day looks fair from here, high near 70 right now. Showers and 64 at oldies 99.5. Andy Kim is coming up in a bit. Same with Peter, Paul, and Mary. Los Bravos are next from 1966 on oldies 99.5. FM. Every second. Here's the Rock Oldies 99.5 congratulates Mark Briggs of Rock City Falls, who got spotted with an Oldies 99.5 bumper sticker on his vehicle, and he won with Oldies 99.5 FM. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. I dig rock and roll music. Or what else would I be doing here? Saturday morning. My name is Chris Warren. We do this every Saturday morning. Even on holiday weekends. Hey, am I dedicated or what? Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Here come the three degrees from 74. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. There's Andy Kim's Rock Me Gently from back in 74. Please, it's early on a Saturday morning, so let's do it gently. All right, 836, how are you? Saturday, uh, it is a Labor Day weekend, and I, some exciting stuff in the mail I got yesterday. Maybe you got one of these, too. I got my uh, proof of claim back from the airline's antitrust litigation uh, suit. You know, this thing where we're all going to get some money back if we flew between 1922 and 1989 or something like that anyway. And uh, I think there's like... According to this, they do not currently anticipate any distributions of certificates. Okay, we're not getting money back. We're getting certificates so we can fly again uh, for maybe a year or so because they're processing over 4 million claims received. So I, I've talked to my lawyer, and he's calling their lawyer, and I'm going to go for a whole 747 here. I think I'm owed that much for the inconvenience. Beatles are coming up. Sly and the Family Stone as well. Sam and Dave are next at Oldies 99.5 FM. New York Lotto. Oldies, 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. Here's the one that every garage band in America knew back in 1963. Here's the Kingsman, Louis Louis. Oldies, 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time with the Beatles. Oldies, 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. With a showery start to our Labor Day weekend, we'll get some sunny intervals this afternoon. High around 78 right now. Showers and 64. Oldies, 99.5 reminds you the American Lung Association and Well Care of New York want you to join in an autumn bike ride. That's a bike trek, actually, the weekend of September 25th. The ride is from Saratoga to Lake George. Enjoy the fall colors and raise money for cleaner air. For more information, call us at 346-9999. In touch with the Capital District. 
We're Oldies 99.5 FM. Attention with Oldies 99.5 FM. Oldies 99.5 is the radio station you hear everywhere. Oldies 99.5 FM. It's 9 o'clock at Oldies 99.5, all Oldies all the time. I'm Chris Warren, and coming up is Neil Diamond, Chubby Checker, and B.J. Thomas. Right now, it's the Buckinghams on Oldies 99.5 FM. Oldies 99.5 FM, all Oldies all the time. Saturday morning, 9.05. Welcome to the weekend. A long one at that. Starting out a little wet. It'll dry out. We'll have a nice one. Here comes music from B.J. Thomas back in 1969. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. Thanks for tuning us in this morning. Oldies 99.5 with Cornelius Brothers and Sister Rose, 1972. It's too late to turn back now. Oldies 99.5 FM, advanced radar weather for Saturday into the long holiday weekend. We trek. Through some showers this morning and then some sunny intervals this afternoon, high 78. Partly cloudy tonight with some patchy fog, low 55. Sunday looks better, sunshine mixed with clouds, high 78. And Labor Day still looks fair with a high near 70. Currently showers in 65 at Oldies 99.5 FM. Supremes are standing by, Classics 4 as well. Let's go back with the Hollies next at Oldies 99.5 FM. Call 381-4810 for more information. Oldies 99.5 is your official weekend radio station. Have some fun this long holiday weekend with Oldies 99.5 FM. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. Here's the one big hit they had from 1974, a group called Redbone. Remember this one? Come and get your love from Oldies 99.5 FM. Oldies, 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. There you go. Guess who? I'm, I'm not going to tell you. 1969 and, of course, Undone, which is the way we do our show here every Saturday morning. I'm Chris Warren. Thanks for joining us. And if you're going to uh, check out a movie this weekend, good movie for that. Some fall ones have started. We saw The uh, Man Without a Face a couple of weeks ago in a sneak preview. Excellent movie. Bring the whole family. It's, it's just a great movie. And uh, reading in Entertainment Weekly this week, um, they've got a big double issue, and they did a poll, asked, when you go out to see a movie, do you like seeing... Previews of coming attractions, 80% said yes. And then commercials for products, and only 11% said yes. And I agree. I mean, if I if you want to see a commercial, you can stay home and watch stuff on TV. You can even get them at the beginning of videos that you rent now. I mean, I'm sitting there in the theater, and a Coca-Cola commercial came on, and I, and I went reaching for the remote control. It wasn't there. I, I think I got some popcorn, though. Doobie Brothers are coming up next. Four tops as well. And the Beatles are actually the next you'll hear at Oldies 99.5 FM. There are quite a few... Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time. How about some Motown magic for your Labor Day weekend? Here's the Four Tops, 1964. Baby, I need your love. Oldies 99.5 FM, all oldies all the time with a Labor Day weekend getting underway. And we hope to get some sunny intervals by this afternoon, a high around 78 right now. Still showering outside, Jimmy? All right. Jim Nichols says it's raining outside, still on and off, and 65. Here's Oldies 99.5 reminder that Shop and Save and the American Heart Association are sponsoring the American Heart Walk Saturday, September 18th. Join Oldies 99.5 in a walk through Colony Town Park. Sounds like fun. For more information, call us at 346-9999. In touch with the Capital District, for Oldies 99.5 FM. Use as directed. 
Pick up an oldies 99.5 bumper sticker at your participating Getty dealer and put it on your vehicle. Every day we're out on the streets looking for stickers and making winners with oldies 99.5 FM.